Thanks. Happy Tuesday, everyone, and thanks for keeping it locked on. Wildcats, I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, we gave out Arizona midseason basketball grades yesterday. I'll tell you what, why don't we talk a little bit of Arizona football now and see where we're going. All right, uh, let's get started here on Locked on Wildcats. You are Locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, we got a lot to get to this show, but first, we're going to talk some Arizona football here. Now, I always got to say this when Jed Fish was hired, I thought it was a bizarre hire. It didn't make any sense to me. I bought into it. I'm like, man, this guy's career journeyman. He hangs out at one place and then basically leaves and uh, nobody ever seems to really want him. I was wrong. Jed Fish has been fantastic. And the cool thing about what Jed Fish has been able to do is he not only has he come in, he is uh, everything that he promised, he has basically come through on. He said, and we've heard this all before, even someone came in yesterday, or yesterday, even someone came in and he said, nobody will outwork me on the recruiting trail. I am going to put in all the work. And no, he wasn't putting in all the work. He was hanging out at the bar. Now, with uh, Jed Fish, it's a lot different. Uh, Jed Fish, he's the, generally, by all accounts, he's the first person in, he's the last person out. And um, talking with a lot of people, he does. He he grinds out there, and that is something that um, I think at some point uh, some people have taken uh, have taken for granted maybe a little bit. But let's rehash first what he inherited. All right. First thing he inherited was a team that had lost 12 straight games and was going to uh, switch that one all the way to 20. Not good. Um, so first year you get one, uh, you get one win. Then in year two, you get five. And the reason that you were able to get five is because you were able to overhaul the entire offense. Out Will Plummer, out Gunner Cruz, and uh, some of the other uh, not so you know not so good players. And in Jaden Delora, in Noah Fafita, and in Braden Dorman the following year. That was obviously a massive upgrade. Now again, not making uh, Noah Fafita, or excuse me, not making uh, Jaden Delora out like he's Tom Brady, but he was certainly a massive upgrade over what Arizona had had. And going into next season, I feel very, very good about where the quarterback position is at because you've already got you've already got Jaden Delora, you've got Noah Fafita, who I'm a big fan of. The only thing I don't know about Noah Fafita is he's only five foot seven, but you watch him; he can make all the throws. Um, he can move around. Players gravitate towards him. His dad is a fan of me, so that all is a big. Uh, those are all big kudos for Noah Fafita. Um, now Braden Dorman coming in four-star kid out of Deion Sanders country, Colorado, big arm can sling it all over the field, highly rated guy, totally like where we're at with the running back position for next year for Arizona football. I think a lot to like right there. Now at the running back spot, Arizona kind of stayed pat. You're bringing in Brandon Johnson out of California. Good, uh, kind of a scat back run can have really good vision and uh, you know, he can do some things for you out there, but this is going to be a, this is going to be a committee by approach uh, 
type situation. And you see it. Michael Wiley is the one that is going to get the majority of the carries, and Michael Wiley should get the majority of the carries. He was absolutely fantastic last year. Um, uh, and especially in that ASU game, those were uh, – those were uh, images of Trung Candidate running loose and a loosey-goosey up the field. Um, between him, DJ Williams, Jonah Coleman, Arizona's in pretty good shape when it comes to their uh, running back core. And I think they're going to be in pretty good shape for the foreseeable future. Got to like everything that they've done right there. Um, the running back spot, I feel very good at as well. Um, got a lot of faith though. Got a lot of faith in those guys. And just like the quarterback position, they are deep. They are deep. And um, it, how many times over the years have you, we had Arizona teams where like, oh gosh, if one guy gets hurt, Mike Luke's going into the game. We don't have that anymore. We have players that deserve to be out there. So again, good stuff right there. No more Mike Luke's on the field. More good players. Okay, now. At the, t- at the wide receiver position, here's where it gets interesting. Yes, Arizona lost Dorian Singer. Dorian Singer is fantastic. I'm not going to be one of those. Uh, not going to be one of those guys that pretends that uh, just because a player leaves, he isn't good. Those people are wrong. Dorian Singer led the conference in receiving last year. He's good. He's at USC now. Um, I expect him to be very good at USC as well. Um, but. Let's not focus on what we don't have. Let's focus on what we do have. Here's what we do have. Jacob Cowing is back. Jacob Cowing caught for over 1,000 yards last year. Um, Eight touchdowns. Led the nation in yards after catch. That's a good quality to have. And, uh, again, I expect as, as long as he can stay healthy, I expect Jacob Cowing to fulfill everything that Arizona would like from him. And I expect him to be in the NFL in a year. Um, big, uh, him coming back is a big, uh, big kudos for Arizona. Also, it kind of negates some of the, uh, I think some of the pressure that was coming from losing Dorian Singer. Then the third one, T-Mac, the highest rated wide receiver to ever come to Arizona. He was, he was really, really good as a freshman. Caught for about 800 yards, eight TDs, freshman All-American. I expect those numbers to go up even further. He's an NFL player. It feels weird, again, talking about players that are going to play in the NFL because we've essentially had one player drafted in, what, the last seven years. But these are multiple guys that are going to be picked. That, again, is a testament to what Jed Fish has done out there. Very impressive work, Coach Fish. We're watching you, and we like what we see. Uh, T-Mac, though. At the wide receiver spot, I expect him to go for about a thousand yards, or maybe over a thousand yards, or 10, 11 touchdowns. I expect him to be able to pick up that slack. I'm not worried about it. Then at the wide receiver, the other players though that Arizona has, keep in mind you've got uh, you've got some players coming in. We're going to get to those in just a second, but let's talk about the players that are returning. And the first one I want to talk about is Kevin Green. Now you might say, Mike. Who's Kevin Green? Well, I'm going to tell you who Kevin Green is. He committed to USC. Then he uh, backed away from uh, his um, he backed away from his uh, commitment, and he decided uh, that he was going to come to Arizona. If you watched him last year, if you watched him in spring and in fall, he was one of Arizona's best players. He was 
He was just very, very good. The thing about it, though, is that Arizona was not looking to play a lot of uh, players on the uh, the wide receiver spot. They were, and that could have been to Arizona's detriment because, uh, you know, Jacob Cowing wore down after a while, a little dude. Um, but I expect Kevin Green to be able to uh, slide right in there. I think he's going to put up some really nice numbers, and then AJ Jones as well. Um, massive, huge kid. When you see him on campus, he looks like he's about six foot seven. Huge dude. He's only like six four, I guess. But also has had some real moments. Um, will be fascinating to see what he is able to do. But those both both those guys right there are more than capable of stepping in. I'm not expecting them to be Dorian Singer, but with Jacob Cowing and with uh, T Mac, I think stepping up their production and these guys as well uh, stepping into the fray. It should be interesting. And there's also going to be some pass catching tight ends that we're going to get to in just a minute. But all right. Now, so at the, uh, now let's talk about the wide receivers that are coming in that you should all know about. All right. Now, the first one is Malachi Riley, three star kid out of California. He fits in with the Jed Fish mantra of if you're going to miss on a recruit, miss on a recruit big. And again, Malachi Riley is that guy. He's about six foot three, 180. Um, a lot of people thought that Arizona was going to get Trey Spivey, the kid out of Chandler. That obviously didn't pan out. But Jed Fish, as he is shown to do, had a trick up his sleeve. The uh, Malachi Riley is better than Trey Spivey. We're big fans of Malachi Riley. Plus, I like the name Malachi Riley. That matters a lot for me. He is going to be in the mix. All right. Now, other receivers that we need to look at here. Carlos Wilson, a late flip that Arizona made. Um with uh, Jed Fish, he recruits to the very, very end. We all know that. He takes pride in recruiting to the very end. Carlos Wilson was a guy that was committed to Utah. And I always like poaching recruits from Utah because the coaching staff there knows what they're doing. They get kids that are underrated and they turn out to be really good. I would take every one of Utah's recruits every single season if I could. But we can't. We can only take certain players. So Carlos Wilson, saddle up, partner. You're a Wildcat now. I think that he's going to be a good fit uh, with what Arizona wants to do. Another guy, though, like I said, he doesn't quite fit into the uh, six foot two and above club. He's only 5'11, but I expect him to make an immediate contribution as well. So, again, Carlos Wilson, great name, by the way, again. Then you got some other guys that I think are a little bit of kind of developmental players. We'll see where they, uh, we'll see where they land. Gavin Hunter and Jackson Holman. Both three-star kids, Gavin Hunter out of Hawaii, Jackson Holman out of Mission Viejo, which is not in Hawaii. They both are about 6'2", 6'3". Not the highest rate of kids, but as our good friend Lamont Lovett likes to say, you got to trust this coaching staff's uh, approach to recruiting, mainly because they have shown that they can really find some diamonds in the rough. So I'm excited to see what both of those guys can do right there because I think there is some real, I think there is some real potential right there. All right, now let's talk about LinkedIn, LinkedIn with recruiting. All right, now I told you the other day that uh, LinkedIn is great for people uh, for people on the lower tier of the intellectual realm and the people that are at the very apex. It's for everybody. Now you might say, Mike Luke, you're on the low tier of the intellectual reign. Yes, you're right. And I util should utilize LinkedIn just for that reason. LinkedIn.com backslash locked on college, post your job for free, and you can get the applicants you need for free. Again, this set, this uh, one is sponsored by LinkedIn. Let's talk a little bit of recruiting right here because that's why we're doing this segment. 
And the first thing that I think you need to know about is Brandon Phelps, kid out of uh, uh, Phoenix, wide receiver, 2024 kid, though, caught 21 touchdowns last year, um, three-star kid, committed to the U of A during um, during signing day. Again, he's a younger guy. He can't sign right now, but he will be in the mix. Um, so, again, that's where it is kind of with recruiting right now. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come right back with you. We're now going to break down the tight ends and the offensive line. All right. Uh, you're listening to Locked On Wildcats. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, we've talked about the quarterback. We talked about the running back. We talked about the wide receiver. Now, let's talk tight end. All right. And this goes kind of with what uh, we talked about with Jed Fish, where he, you know, you got to kind of trust a little bit about where uh, Jed Fish and his abilities to be able to find players that can make a real difference. And Tanner McLaughlin is that dude. Um, comes in here out of Southern Utah, doesn't put up a ton of numbers at Southern Utah, but he uh, comes in here, catches for almost 500 yards, 30 catches, a bunch of touchdowns, and he had the best receiving tight end season since Rob Gronkowski was on campus. And this is a guy, too, I knew nothing about, and let's not pretend that anybody out there knew anything about him either. We didn't. Jed Fish knew about him, though, and that's the only guy that matters. He uh, Tanner McLaughlin. Uh, was very good. He's coming back next year. Very happy to have him in the saddle as well. All right. Now, the other guy, too, that I think is going to be very interesting to see what he can do is Kean Burnett. All right. You guys remember uh, his pops, uh, Big Chester Burnett, played uh, at the U of A, played in the NFL for a little while as well. Uh, Kean was an ex-USC, dec- or ex-USC commit, certainly could have gone to USC, could have gone pretty much anywhere he wanted. But when uh, Jed Fish took over, he decided to look at Arizona again. He wanted to be part of the Noah Fafita uh, recruiting class, and he signed in. A little bit of a slower start for him, but I have no. Uh, there's no drawbacks for me at all when it comes to Noah or excuse me, Kean Burnett. Um, he's just a massive kid. He's a really good kid. He was built to play football. I expect him to make a big leap. And between Tanner McLaughlin, between Kean Burnett. Those are uh, two players that I could see Arizona going with a lot of two tight end fronts, a lot of two tight end sets, because you want to have both those guys on the field. And again, as long as Keen can really get up to date on the uh, tight on the uh, blocking part of his responsibilities, I expect him to be very, very good for Arizona. And I think that year, I think that that's going to happen this coming year. Now you're going to have a few guys that are going to be possibilities to play tight end as well. Um, but I think these are going to be more of a slow play as well, where you've got, you've got a, uh, let's see here. I'm trying to Dorian Thomas, a kid out of Washington, or excuse me, a kid out of Washington who Arizona was able to flip at the last second, bigger, uh, big guy rated the 27th tight end. I think it will take him a little bit of time to be able to get there, but again, you've got good players in front of him. So the tight end position I feel is pretty good as well. Now, Let's get to the let's get to the offensive line right here and what to really expect. Um, but first, let's see what we got right here. Oh, the National Highway Public Transportation. Okay, so when it, we're in the holiday seasons right now, and there is absolutely no reason to drive drunk. None. There's this thing called an Uber that's very very cheap, and you know what? It, think about it this way. 
Would you rather pay the $12 for the Uber or risk it, possibly kill somebody, hurt yourself, end up with thousands of dollars of legal bills and end up in jail or just be smart about it? So again, this is the holiday season, NHTCA, um, putting this out there for very good reasons. Be smart, drink and drive responsibly. All right, we'll be right back with you. We're going to talk about the offensive line and get everything wrapped up. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, now the offensive line. First, we got to go backwards before we go forwards. Big, big tip of the cap for this Arizona staff on what they were able to do recruiting-wise. That starts with big Jonas Savanea. Three-star kid out of Hawaii. Um, Jed Fish said that you very rarely see kids that are built like that who are, you know, who are able to just come in and who are able to play pretty much immediately. And he is not only was he able to play immediately, he was able to thrive immediately. Uh, one of the better offensive linemen, uh, freshman offensive linemen in the country. This is a guy that I think if recruiting had gone normally uh, without all the COVID stuff, he's probably at Alabama or USC. Arizona is very, very lucky to have big Jonah in the mix. Um, he's what a future first round draft pick looks like. Again, it feels weird talking about NFL players and prospects here at Arizona, but Got to give a tip of the cap to Jed Fish on that one. So Big Jonah is uh, going to be a hallmark there for next season and the year after before I would imagine he leaves early for the NFL big-time player. Then another guy that uh, Arizona really uh, lucked out on because he's good and he can play, Wendell Moe. Now, when Wendell Moe committed, he was a little bit of a different story because he's from Long Beach Poly, obviously a uh, obviously a powerhouse. You know, not only athletes, but people like Snoop Dogg went there, Cameron Diaz, Wendell Moe is in the next line right there. Wendell Moe came in about 6'2", 360, needed to lose some weight. Once he was able to lose weight, though, he was uh, inserted as a starter and he graded out pretty well. Again, there were going to be there's going to be some times where it's going to struggle a little bit, but. With another year with Tyler Owens and the strength and conditioning program, you got to be ecstatic where Wendell, what Wendell Moe can bring. I having both those road graders in there at those guard positions for the next two years has to be something that Jed Fish is very excited about. Now, at that uh, at that center position, you got Josh Baker. Josh Baker um, is a he's an all right center. Again, he I don't have nearly the expectations I do for him for the guards, but if he's in there, he's going to be okay. Um, nobody's going to say, oh, man, what's he doing in there? So, again, the interior of the line, I think, is pretty solid. Now, you need to keep working on depth, but it's pretty solid. Now, at the uh, tackle position, Arizona received massive news when Jordan Morgan announced that he was going to be coming back. Huge, huge news because he would have been a draft pick, but I think uh, he wants to come back, show that he's healthy, and be possibly a first-round draft pick if uh, that's possible. Jordan Morgan, kid out of Marana. I was wrong on. I didn't think he was going to be very good. He is good. Another kid that told gave Mike Luke the middle finger, and I gladly accepted it. That sounds terrible, but who cares? All right. Now, at that uh, other tackle position here, Raymond Polito, I expect to get every opportunity to start at that other tackle position. S massive kid, six foot six, 320 pounds. Arizona flipped him from Alabama. He looked at Jed Fish, and he looked at Nick Saban, and he said, no, nah, I'm going with Jed Fish. Smart man right there. All right. But I expect him to be able to play as a freshman um, if he's ready to come in. So the line is good, young, and developing. They just need to get depth. All right, everybody, thanks for listening to all of my nonsense out there. 
Be back with you tomorrow. We're going to break down the defensive side of the football. But as always, uh, have a very good day. And thank you, as always, for keeping it locked on Wildcats.